to another episode of Sales with Adlin. I'm your host, Tom Stanfill, and welcome back to the studio, Tab Norris, the doctor of sales training, the co-host of the most, wait, no, co the co-host with the mostest. I think that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I uh, like I that. Mm -hmm. currently teaches at Harvard, uh, Columbia, and Rhodes. I don't know where I came up with that, Rhodes. Yeah, I love uh, Rhodes. A small college oh. in Tennessee. Um, Tabby, what's, go, what's going on, my friend? Uh, how have you been? Life's good, good. good. Just getting ready to, you know, wrapping up the year, scrambling around. You know how it is. Everybody's closing out. Got to get those budgets drained. We want to mm. bring it on in. You know. Yeah. A lot About of times done. I feel yeah, I feel like at the end of the year things kind of ramp down a little bit. This year that is not happening. No, it's ramping up. I think, <sighs> yeah, you're right, which is good. Just getting a lot, but it'll it'll screech to a halt, I think, next week. Yeah. I, I, do, think, just... I do think people take most of a couple of days before Christmas, the week in the week yeah. after Christmas. I think people take that week off. And I'm gonna do my best to do the same, do a little do a little uh planning work. Um, but speaking of the end of the year, mm, yeah. good transition. Of, not, <laughs> you're why you're a spec professional podcaster. <laughs> that's why. Professional speaking podcast. of the end of the year, yeah, well. how is it? Speaking of the end of the year, I, you know, I, I like these. I like these. You know, best of lists, best recipes, like best your re best Christmas cookies, <laughs> best Christmas sweater, best. <laughs> Oh, that would be a good one. If this favorite, wasn't a podcast, if it was like a yeah, you know. be your favorite quilt, you know, <laughs> comforter. Uh, I don't know why I'm going in there, but uh, no, I was thinking about lists. You know, like what is yeah. thinking about what's the best of, and um, I heard on a podcast the other day, a guy was talking about a word that he was focused on, and it kind of mm. got me thinking about the, the quotes or words that I've focused on probably in the last year that maybe have had the most impact on me, or I think are the most uh, maybe important quotes or thoughts or truth bombs that I've um, wrote down, thought about. And so I went through my quote. I keep a little, I keep a notes called quotes, quotes and uh, truth. Funny. Well, I yeah. do too, but I didn't say truth. I just have quotes. You You're a lot more quotes. detailed than me. You well, know, sometimes the quotes are mine, Tab. Tab, these are my truths, you know? So I, I see. I just lump them all in. I can have my own quote, or I can quote somebody else. I just call it a quote. Right, okay, I'll change my note, my note name. <laughs> Quotes and truth. That's very strong. Truth. Yeah. yeah. Well, hold on. Quotes I'll and actually the truth read it. From Tom. I'll actually read it to you because it, it's probably. I probably have several. Yeah. It says, "Yeah, principles, quotes, and truths." That's what it's Ooh, called. Ooh, that, that's yeah. even better. Yeah. So, uh, and I also have a note called "Just Quotes." Now, I don't okay. know what the difference is in those two things, but yeah. I think that shows some of my organizational capabilities. Uh, but Tab, yeah, so so we we wanted to narrow it down to our top top quotes for 2022, and they may not have been said in 22, but it's something that got our attention, maybe changed us in a way, got us thinking differently, had an impact on us, and we want to share. So Tab. Why don't you, since you are, mm. you won the award for the best co-host in the country last year. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, why don't you go first? Okay. Now, I love this idea. Okay. You know you me, do. I love to read. I'm always loving. Yeah. You're a voracious yeah. reader. How many books do you read a year, by the way? I heard it I on the, I was listening to John Acuff's podcast, which I love John Acuff. Yeah. Um, 
what does he strive for? He he's he read like almost sixty books this year. Yeah, I'm not in that range. I'm like a twenty book a year guy. Okay, you're twenty. Book I'm okay. twenty twenty five books. You know, not a lot. I would I would I could do so much better. I had a I wanted to set a goal of forty books, okay. but I thought you know that's a little strong. I'm I think this year I'm going to set a goal for thirty books. For thirty books. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a goal for this year. I'm not saying it's going to be thirty, but I'm gonna I'm gonna set yeah. a book goal. Yeah, do a book. Goal. I usually I read. I probably read fifty to sixty pages a year. <laughs> <laughs> so a pay you can do a page goal. Yeah, yeah I'm going to try to get through 473 pages. No, I, yeah, but, I don't. Yeah, read, but what I, gets I you is you go more. with a big class. You know, like I, I yeah. decided to tackle like a James Michener. You know, yeah. Hawaii, and it's like seven gajillion pages. You know, you do uh, that, and it kind of hurts your numbers. You're yeah. better. I'm better at going to shorter books. You know, yeah, you short, yeah, shorter books. It's it 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 feels better. It feels like you're. So, but I do like this idea, and you know, mm -hmm. I started, and I and I kind of pulled through some of my quotes too um and i'm kind of all over the place some are old new whatever but it's just these are things that have hit me this year yeah um that i that i that i felt i it meant enough for me to write it down in my little my ipad Got so it. um so i'm gonna start with one it's a book that was probably the most impactful i could have pulled seven quotes out of this one book but okay. i didn't i only picked one i, I decided to spread the love well, but you okay. know this and we've talked about it on this on our podcast before but the book win the day by my Matt yeah, mark I, batterson I, yeah we talked about our last podcast i thought you might dig into that and i did yeah. not pull quotes out of that because i figured you might thank you thank you mm -hmm. and and I, I there was a bunch i could have pulled but the, there was mm -hmm. one it was kind of my it was my favorite and and it really set everything up for him. And it, this is one of his favorite quotes. And uh, it's it, I think it actually came from his grandmother or his or somebody. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I'm saying that right. But it was from his book. And it's here it goes. Almost anybody can accomplish almost anything if they work at it long enough, hard enough, and smart enough. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's I love that. Gotta, stay strong now, why did that working. why did that why did that hit you um i i just because that's really that that's what i, I believe that that's kind of yeah. been that's the way i live my life i mean i really do think i i battle i don't know if you do i mean i probably don't but um sometimes i'll battle with limiting myself mm -hmm. i think i can do far more than i think i can do and yeah. that quote inspires me on that. You I know, never limit myself. I think I can do anything, Tab. I see. I know. I really do. But that's why you would never pull this quote. <laughs> that is but, a joke. That no. Uh, <laughs> I remember reading that. That is a joke, Tab. That was a joke. You're supposed to laugh at it. No, I, I completely. Matter of fact, one of my quotes is going to be around fear. Yeah. So it, it, and it's it's one of those yeah. things where it's just more of a um, just show up, don't give up, be persistent. Yeah. I'm of I'm of average plus enough intelligence that if I do this, I can do far beyond what I think I can do. Yeah. And that's why I love this quote. It just, and I've come back to it several times throughout this year. So that reminds me of a couple of quotes that are not on my list, but things yeah. that really stuck with me. I remember, and this was in the nineties, hmm. uh, a famous songwriter was being inter uh, was being interviewed. And, um, he kind of talked about himself like the way you are, you know, I'm a, I'm an average, I'm okay. I, you know, I, but I, you know, this was encouraging to me because I, you know, I need to know that I can accomplish it, which is, you know, not the way I see you, but it's the way 
most people feel. It's the way I feel. But they asked this guy who's prolific writer, very successful. People would know. I don't remember his name. He, he wasn't somebody that people knew his name, but they would know his songs, right? Because he was the guy behind mm -hmm. the scenes writing the song. Mm -hmm. And they said, why are you successful? And he said, because people that are more talented quit. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. I, I loved love that. that. I was like, yes, that's, that's, that's really so good. true. It really is about. It really is about focusing on what you're called to do and just doing it and removing the mental barriers mm -hmm. and you can accomplish it. It's just people, people, I mean, to me, the way I look at it is either you're a victim, life's yeah. been done to you, yeah. or you have the ability to solve your problems through help from others, right? It, it doesn't yep. mean you do it alone, but you, you have the ability either through mm -hmm. reading, meeting, growing, changing, learning, whatever. Yeah. Uh, making different decisions to do what you're called to do. So I love yeah, that. Beautiful. Awesome. Beautiful. All right. So that you're up. Uh, quote, you know, top of the list and not, this isn't in any particular order. Um, but, you know, I'm going to actually, I'm going to focus on kind of connected to yours and it's around failure. Mm. Ryan Reynolds, the famous, <laughs> famous, the famous poet, poet, right? The famous, the famous poet. <laughs> <laughs> I think he teaches at Harvard as well. He's actually right. incredibly. He's one of my. He's he's on the <laughs> staff with me. You know him. You I know, know him man. at Harvard. Yeah. Harvard. yeah, yeah. I think he's been on podcasts. You guys probably have a lot in common. Yeah. Uh, no, he's actually a very very prolific, successful entrepreneur. He's. I think he's. Hmm. Um, I don't know if it's gin or vodka. I, I know it's one. It's a liquor that he came up with. It was very successful and like sold for gazillion dollars. He's got a cellular company. He's got a marketing mm. firm. He's got a lot going on. And he was in, he was interviewed in entrepreneur magazine. And he said, you can't be good at something unless you're willing to be bad. Mm. And for that really resonated with me because I actually think as I've gotten older, that I have a fear of being bad at something. It's very painful for me to fail. And yeah. I also want the respect of other people. And so when I put myself out there and I fail, it's painful. And that keeps me, at least it did keep me early in my career from doing the things that would take me to the next level. It's like mm -hmm. I was, I was unwilling to, or let's just say it this way. There was, I had lim put limitations on myself to move really far outside my comfort zone. A great example of this is like, I remember early in my sales career, we would do role plays. I, yeah. I hated because I didn't want to fail. Yeah. You know, and the people that are successful, super successful, I think are like, yeah, let's do it. Let's fail. Come on. I got to right. get, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to be willing to fail to get better. And one of the most, I guess, relevant things that I'm working through now related to that is related to writing and speaking. You know, that's mm -hmm. not, that's not what I've been doing for my, you know, 20 yeah. plus years of Aslan. I mean, until the last several years, it's been writing, right? I'm not a writer. I haven't, you know, you actually I are now. <laughs> well, well, you know what I'm saying? It's the way that I thought about, it. you know, there was, there was this fear about saying, I'm going to put this out there for mm -hmm. people to criticize, right? I'm yeah. going to put it out there. I'm going to say, I'm going to put it, it's going to be a copy. I can't change it. It's out yeah. there. I can't, it's done. And so if you, if you, you know, and people like read the book and they say nothing, you're like, okay, well, that means you probably didn't like it, you know, yeah, or, you know yeah. especially family members, um, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's a chance to be rejected. 
You know, if yeah. you speak, you the mm. feedback is instantaneous. It's like people are like, whatever. They're looking at their phone or they're, they, you know, it's a very clear. So um, I, I've got to, I, I, I've got, I've been focusing more on, hey, look, this is part of the process. Am I mm -hmm. supposed to do this? Am I called to do it? Is this what brings me enjoyment? Is it part of my purpose? Is it what I'm called to do? And if so, pursue it. Yeah. And don't let fair and just embrace it. Like that's just part of it. It's not, it's not about my identity. Yeah. I, I think I've told you this before, but one of the coolest things I watched with my boys when they were going through their West Point experience yeah. is that was one of my favorite things that the Academy taught them is to is fail, to fail, embrace, they embrace, failure. embrace it. And they make you fail. Most of these mm -hmm. people have never failed and they show up and they create situations where they have to fail yeah constantly and how it's how they recover how they deal with it what they learn from it and it's just and it really does change your mindset it yeah. just you you become so much more fearless you yeah. know and i it, there's a there's a method to the madness right because it's a stretching it's a it's a it's 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 getting you comfortable doing things that are outside your comfort zone which i think that's yeah. what we all need I and love i think it's that. people and people uh, i think generally mass fears with laziness you know it's like a hey, or coolness like yeah. hey, i'm not into that you know like like that for me was like school like yeah. you can't tell me i'm dumb if i don't try mm. right if i don't try yeah. you can't tell me i'm dumb because yeah, i always I have this out hard. card i go i didn't i didn't, I didn't even listen to yeah. class i didn't you know yeah. and i didn't um, <laughs> <laughs> and i did but i'm like it was all in the back of my mind it was like well i'm not playing that game Right. Yeah. I know what's required to get to college. I will give you just yeah. what I need to do to get to college. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to do any more because I'm mm -hmm. not playing your game, which the game is. If I really try, you can give me feedback that tells me I'm not very good. And so, yeah, I think if we, we figure out what our fear is, we address it and we, we can decide, Hey, what we want is more important. What, what we're, designed to do and what's going to bring us fulfillment is more important than the barrier of fear and addressing that. So anyway, that's something I've been embracing and doing much better at. Like I, I, I don't see fear keeping me from moving forward anymore. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to, I have no, I'm, I can't connect off that. I hope that's, you don't okay. have to, I'm Jeff. not a professional you podcaster. To, you don't have to make the, tra I tell you what you say it and then I'll make the transition. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, this one's a little different and this was a book that it had a major impact on my life this year. I've reread it probably twice two maybe. And I'm not counting double reads by the way. Okay. Um, I've read this at least two or three times this year. Um, the ruthless elimination of hurry by yeah. John Mark Comer. I have not and read that. Oh, I read a similar read. book, but, but okay. it was, yeah, but it was about the same topic, which probably is why I haven't read it, but I need to read it. And he, the, the, he is actually in the book quoting William Irvine mm -hmm. from his book called a guide to the good life. And, and I wrote this down and it, here it is. There is a danger that you will mislive that despite all your activities, despite all the pleasant diversions you might have enjoyed while alive, you will end up living a bad life. Mm -hmm. There is, in other words, a danger that when you are on your deathbed, you will look back and realize that you wasted your one chance at living. Instead of spending your life pursuing something genuinely valuable, you squandered it because you allowed yourself to be distracted by the various bubbles life has to offer. 
And I just thought that just, man, that's what I do not want. I yeah. do not want to waste my life. And I'm 57 mm -hmm. and I'm, I feel like I've lived pretty good life, but I got a lot. I'm, hopefully I have some life left and I just don't want, it's so easy to be distracted. You know, I mean, it, like you said, you know, you spend your life pursuing something genuinely valuable. That's, I want to finish my life pursuing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like in everything I do, like, mm -hmm. you know, we work, we sell, we train, we do all these things, but we making that valuable, yeah. you know, looking beyond just making money, looking beyond just, um, quote, having success. So I, 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 I very impactful this year. I love that. I, the current is so strong. In the other direction, and if you, <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mean, the, yeah, life where where life is taking us right now, it's mm. just the the pace. I mean, everybody is just moving so fast in a certain direction. The kids are so involved, and if you're parents, you've got kids doing a million different things. You know, your cell phone's always buzzing. You're just maxed out, which actually reminds me of a quote that I heard on a podcast the other day. Is like. Um, it's something to do that New York does not destroy its central park. Mm. He said, if you really want, it was it's the, the, the quote was relaunt was, was it stuck with me. Cause it was like, if you, New York knows it will not survive if you destroy its central park. <laughs> right. Like you <laughs> yeah. got to have a central park where you go uh -huh. and there's, you know, there's a place of rest and a place that you can get out of this crazy hectic life that we're in. And when we get in that central, our central park, and we step back and say, what is it that we are, what do we need to be doing? What do we want to be doing? How do we want our life to move and where are we headed mm -hmm. and what are we giving our life to? And because it's not, it's not accomplishment. Right. You know, it's, and I think that's one of the, and I, I know some of it's just the pressure. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, the way life works now. I mean, we get 10,000 messages a day. And our, yeah. I think that's just one of the reasons that everybody is so have such anxiety and the and the the need for anxiety medication is a skyrocket is because of the pace. Mm. I'm not a scientist, Tab, but that's my that's my <laughs> fault. Don't quote me on that. That kind of leads me, Tab, to my uh, my quote. I've I become a big fan of Arthur Brooks. Yes, uh, I just listened to Arthur Brooks, which do you know the podcast? the podcast? No. I think, was, I don't know did if I you, send it to you, Rich Rolls. Yeah, you sent it to me. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, on yeah. Rich Rolls podcast. That's what it was. Um, and I became a big fan of Arthur Brooks. He just wrote a book. I think we talked about our last, last podcast. I think it's called, I did. I mentioned it on a live podcast. I covered yep. the book, Strength, Strength the Strength, I think it's yes. called, something like that. Um, but on this podcast with Rich Roll, and if you guys, if you guys want to look that up, it's a super podcast. Um but he, he's he's like become this happiness guru, which and it, what I love about him is it's kind of like the Brene Brown story. Yeah. It's like she's the last as she, she you know, self admittedly would say the last person needs to would focus on authenticity and relationships is me. You mm -hmm. know, like I'm a scientist. I don't really you know, this is not what I want to hear, but it's what I need. And so the, uh, he has this sort of same approach when he talks about happiness is like he he was you know he ran he was a ceo of a think tank in dc i mean he's just lived this fast-paced life 
Mm. Um, he's a professor at Harvard. You know, he was a professional musician. I mean, he's just one of those guys that's like super achiever. And he realized he's not happy. Yeah. And most people aren't happy. Mm -hmm. uh, and so what he said from, and, and this is starting to really resonate with me because I've started to feel the same sort of, uh, I guess, decline in my happiness and fulfillment as I've gotten older. And I think it's it has a lot to do with the pace. And so I was really excited about this message. This is something he said on the podcast, the hole we are trying to fill in our soul, what drives us is love. <laughs> I did not expect <laughs> him to say that. I mean, because he's talking like a scientist, you know, he's like, yeah, this is what we really, really, really want. And we talk about this all the time. We talk about, uh, you know, in our training programs, we talk about our greatest need mm. is love, acceptance and worth. I mean, that's yeah. this is why we do everything. So that's the greatest. That's what we really want. He said the happiness 401k plan. I love that concept. <laughs> that's good. Don't have, you know, I tend to focus on my 401k, not my happiness 401k, my yeah. financial 401k. My happiness 401k is to invest in family, friendship, and faith and using your talents to serve other people. And he, he also talks about in, in the podcast, he said, there's macro new, new, yeah, there's three macro new, nutrients. And I, don't know, I hope I can quote this right. That, that drives your health. All right. So the combination of these macronutrients will tell you if you have a healthy diet, it's just a kind of three things. He said the same thing's true for happiness. I think in a diet, it's sugar, carbs, and fat. Um, you may be able to correct me on that tab because you're, you're more tapped into that. I'm more of a cheat. Mine is cheeseburger. <laughs> I just cheese and bread. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> cheeseburger. Um, yeah, I'm trying to work on that. Uh, but he said the macronutrients of happiness is enjoyment, satisfaction, and purpose. And and so it really, it's like enjoyment, satisfaction, and a lot of the enjoyment has to do with doing it with other people. He said the loneliest people on the planet are 60-year-old men because they don't, mm. aren't, they don't know how to have relationships. He said women are better at it. Mm. But enjoyment is it's about doing things with others. Right. And then the, doing the things that bring you satisfaction, probably because you're created to do those things. Right. You yep. feel good at it, which is part of our need is to feel mastery, you know, be good at our craft and purpose, doing things that matter. And yeah. if you're a striver and you you want to achieve, that is not your wiring. Mm -hmm. Right. It's it's like he said, he quoted um, he quoted a, a, a CEO who was not happy, but super successful. And the woman said, um, I would rather be special than happy mm. because I think that's what we, that's a false belief. And that yeah. ultimately that's going to end up with a, our 401k is going to be empty. If that's our. I enjoyment, satisfaction, purpose. That's really good. Cause that's really, yeah. that's, that kind of nets it out pretty well. Yeah. It, um, it was a uh, super, I've been a big fan of what he's, of what he's talking about because I like he's coming at it really from an intellectual perspective and not a, as someone said to me the other day, the client, woo, woo, not the woo woo stuff like woo woo. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, it's just, it's, it's kind of like Brene Brown. It's like based on principles mm -hmm. that are undeniable. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, all right. Am I up? I guess I'm, no, up. you know, I'm going to just keep going tab. You just can't, I'm just, you know, I think back and forth. I like it. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna share. This is my third mm -hmm. uh, book I just got into, 
in uh, called Fans First. Mm-hmm. Oh by yeah, a guy named Jesse Cole, mm-hmm. and I've I've just almost finished that, and just listened to a podcast with him as well last week. And uh, he's the guy that started the the Savannah Bananas. Okay, which is <laughs> what? Can you remind me? It's like it's a, a semi-pro yeah. baseball team, but it's not. It's like he's he he's created a whole new world. I mean, it's like they're entertainment. It's basically yeah. like to me, it's almost like the Harlem Globetrotters. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's Sailor. basically took this baseball team in Savannah because you know that's where I grew up, going to the grayson stadium down there watching bad oh, braves I forgot teams. that's your hometown I, I, yeah. I forgot to make that connection and um he came in and bought it and he was doing everything the normal way and he was just losing mon- money i mean tons of money he wasn't having any fun he was just losing money and he's like well dang this, guys this- go play baseball i lose money <laughs> exactly. play baseball i lose money and so to the here park was- tonight we're gonna have two it- hot dogs for the price of one and it's he said he made this simple minds mindset shift okay and i'm going to read it to you this is from his book called um fans first there's something very very wrong with what most people consider business as usual these days most organizations i talk to are focused on themselves Mm. they all want to know the same thing how can i grow how can i sell more how can i make more money it's the wrong conversation Even worse, it's driving the people who matter most to your brand, the people you should be engaging with, your customers and your employees away. (laughs) I mean, obviously, this feeds right into one of my clients sent me this book. Oh, wow. Oh, he wow, read yeah. it and he, his neighbor is Jesse Cole. And he said, I read this tab. I had to mail it to you um, because it's, it's what you guys talk about. It's wow. about being other centered. I mean, it's all about being other centered, but I love the way he's and, and what struck me is, I mean, I get being other centered, right? Obviously been talking about that a long time, but what he, most people consider business as usual. And that's what he's, this whole book has been stretching me on. Mm. It is so easy. I do that. How, how do I grow? How do I make more? How do we make more money as I go into a year? You know, right. I mean, I've done business as usual for a long time. This it's goes easy. back to me. This goes back to fear. It, you, it fear, is fear drives. You, you gotta, it, you gotta go do things differently because what's normal, what's downstream is to yes. do whatever is to think, okay, we got to grow. And yeah, we gotta we gotta do these things. We gotta. This is how it works, and this is how you supposed to run yeah. a company. And and there's obviously some fundamentals to running companies that you need to focus on. Fundamentals of success that you can't ignore. But but if we wear the same clothes as everybody else and do the same things as everybody else, we're not going to get ridiculed, and we'll be safe. That's we'll it. Get and- the results that everybody else gets, which we're out of debt. I mean, we got plenty of debt. We can't retire. I mean, it's just if you look at where the world, we won't have any time. We won't have relationships with our family. That's so true. And and it and it's one of these things. Like for instance, he he's like, um, uh, you know, like everything's like everybody does it the same way. And so he what he says is it's it's almost like we they got to the point that they said we just start ex- started experimenting mm-hmm. and it, and we would experiment and we, and, and the more you do that, you create a culture of experimentation. He goes, mm-hmm. now it's we experiment sick. every single day. 
Yeah. And they have like, they're, they're, I think he said they have 20,000 people on a waiting list to buy season tickets now for this place. The people come from all over the world. And, but, and he said, we just mess up every day because we, and, and now we've done it so long that we, we've moved past the fear because they just yeah. experiment. They're like, how are we going to know it if we don't try it? And we just, so what, well, give me an example of something they do that's, it's not business as usual. That's way out of the box. Okay. They, they've figured out and talking to customers, they don't want to come to baseball games because they take too long. It's got to be under two hours. It's got to be okay. under two hours. Okay. So what they did is they experimented ways they could speed up the game. Here's one of the ways they did it. If you know, if you hit a foul ball, if a fan catches it, the batter's out. <laughs> so they changed the rules. They changed the rules. I love They have their that. own rules. So they're out. That. Batter's out. If that's a perfect team. example. Oh, that's great. And then, you know, it's like, and then they, you know, they had rain delays and a rain delay. It was always like a rain delay. Well, gosh, people hung around there. Try and so what they do is they've created an entire two hour event yeah. for rain delays. Mm -hmm. They're prepared for a rain delay. So a rain delay is like the greatest thing ever. So now they have an entire show yeah or a rain delay so it's those kind of thing I and mean, there's all kind of good stuff in there i mean it's just completely stretching but out of the don't, box you get yeah don't focus on what everybody does that's it and i love the fact that there's a rule you know like <laughs> 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 they're breaking the rules we're just break like, the rules make you up see somebody rules. going you can't do that that's a rule that well we yeah. just broke the rule i mean Why they brought a guy in to hit from the fa from the stands one time, and it was an ex major leaguer who was about eighty years old, and <laughs> and they had him come and hit, and, and he, he got a hit. No, he like, did not. He did. He got a hit, and then he had to go up against the regular player. He, that guy had to bat with his opposite hand. I mean, it's just it's just nuts. I love it. It's I awesome. love it. But it obviously it's still a feeder right into the pros. I mean, it's part of the system, right? They've they've become well. Now they're like, like I said, they're not now they're like the Harlem Globetrotters. Like okay, so they are they've not kind of now, now we're a semi-pro kind of thing. They okay. changed. I don't they I don't even know it. all the details on that, but um, I love anyway. it. That's great. That's great. So I, it's encouraging me to get out of the box, move past businesses usual yeah that reminded me of a quote that that i wasn't going to share but it i looked at the list and it, it's 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 from andy stanley one of my faves he said self selfishness leads to the loss of the very thing you were trying to save mm, that's deep Say well it basically again. it's like you're selfish okay. because you're trying to take care of yourself yeah right but it right. leads to the loss of the thing that you're trying to save, which is yourself. In other words, being <laughs> other centered. Yeah. Right. Looking at the, you, know, you, you stay, you, you focus on the things you focus on a business because you're trying to save your business, right? You're right. trying to save your, you're trying to protect your success. You're trying to grow your, mm -hmm. all the things that cause you that you're trying to accomplish by being self-centered company centered, mm -hmm. product centered, solution centered, all those things are because you're trying to do something for yourself. That's very, that's fine. We all think and feel that way, mm -hmm. but being focused on that robs us of the very opportunity to get yeah. the things that we want. It's like by focusing on what the fans want, like what do the fans yes. want? The fans want a faster game. Okay. We'll give you a faster game. One of my favorite things, I always pay attention to people that are super successful and listen to their philosophy. And uh, I remember um, Martin with the lead singer for Coldplay, Chris Martin. Yeah. 
and he talked about the the um uh well gosh the I've forgotten the front of the tape. It's when when the people are walking out of the silhouettes. The silhouette effect. Thank you. I forgot about it. Forgot the label, but he called it the silhouette effect. When they le- if he plays a song and he starts seeing people go out of the um the 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 concert hall and go into the hall, he can see the people, right? Because he goes, yeah, so he, yeah. he knows if that song, if people are doing that, it's not a good song. And so yeah, he yeah. he adjusts his playlist based on what the people want to hear. I mean, and it was another quote that I, I saw as I was going through it. Bradley Cooper. He goes. He goes, I, do I want to sing the song from the stars born at the, at the Oscars? No, but it's the song they want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's about them. Not about me. It's about them. It's like, and these are the people they're successful mm-hmm. because they get it. Love it. Um, Good. All right, all right. So I guess I'm up. Yep. You're on three. Uh, number three, number three. Um, I think I've shared, I don't know if I've shared this with you, but my mentor said this to me a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And it really, and it's probably more than that. It was probably a couple of months ago. And it really stuck with me. He said, what the heart wants, the will chooses, the mind justifies. Mm. And the guy's name is John Ritchie. Okay. Say it um, again. The, what the heart wants, the will chooses and the mind justifies. Okay. Meaning what the heart really wants is what drives everything we do. And yeah. we typically address the mind. Like they're giving mm-hmm. you these, you know, another way we say it sometimes is that, you know, emotions drive decisions and we support them with intellectual alibis. I think I got that from um, Dr. Rapai wrote a book about marketing <clears throat> and, and he talked about emotional, you know, we make these emotional decisions and we support them with intellectual alibi. Well, we have the debate at the intellectual level. When we try to change and mm-hmm. influence somebody, we start to say, well, here's why you shouldn't do that. Here's what you right. should be doing. Here's what you should be thinking. Well, it, we got to go back to what the heart wants. Um, the Heath brothers wrote a book about switch and they talk about the elephant and the rider and the elephant really is what the heart wants. It's like the path that the elephant's walking on and the rider fights with the elephant and, and can try to change this path. And it can for a little bit, but the elephant always wins. Right. And the elephant is what we really want. It's the direction we're really moving in. It's what we really believe we think is what, what's best for us. It's kind of like if we really think we're going to be happy, if our heart really believes we're going to be most successful and happy if we if we make a lot of money, that's what we're going to pursue. We may that's say something different. Yeah. Yeah, it's what the heart. So it was it was such a reminder to me one is to figure out what my heart really wants. Because I think I have a lot of intellectual conversations with myself about, well, that's not the right thing. And that, and being honest, like we've had these conversations about what to do with our business. Right. You know, as we, you know, what are we going to do with our business? Well, what do we, what do we really want? I tend to think about what's the right answer to that question. Right. And what's the right answer to the question of, well, what should you do with your money or should you make money or should you, what should you pursue? I tend to give the mm. answer that you're supposed to give well, what does my heart really want? And if I don't really pull the layers back and be honest with myself, I can't change my behavior. And by the way, that's also true for people that we're trying to influence. We tend to focus on what they say, right? their intellectual response to it versus what do they really, really want? And if we can mm-hmm. get them to tell us what they really, really want, we can, whether we're talking to employees or customers or prospects, mm-hmm. we can't change it. Yep. So I, I just yep. found that very profound. 
Love it. John Ritchie. Love you. Bring John, it Ritchie, John the Ritchie. Venture Co. Group. He's part of, he, he runs an organization awesome. called the Venture Group. All right. Well, I'm bringing it on home. This is Bring my it grand on home, finale. Cal. I think it's probably time to maybe close it out with this one. I don't know. Okay. Well, because you have been sprinkling in like multiple I've thrown ones, by the way. I've watched you and you do it kind of yeah, like, I, oh, yeah, I got six I got one more, though. I got one more. Okay. Okay. It's a you short just, one. Just being a little hogger. Um, all right. This is from a quote from a Netflix documentary. Oh, I love Netflix documentary. <laughs> that, that I just um, is this the I one about watched. is this the one about Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee? No, this that, no? that's a different quote from a different okay. time. Okay, sorry. Um, this just... is David Foster. <clears throat> oh, I saw that documentary off the record. Did you see it? Did you watch it? I watched this a documentary on David Foster, but I don't know if it was off the record. Uh, well, they, this is this was the one on Prime, not Netflix. I think this was Prime, but. Um, interesting i mean i of course i love music like you do and it, it was fascinating just going through all the things he's produced i mean he's like yeah. probably the most incredible he's the greatest producer of all time i'm oh, sure he's a, he's a, yeah. a, i don't know you could make an argue that quincy jones might beat him well it's interesting you should say, should say yeah. quincy jones because this is my quote from him and it was interaction that he had with quincy jones okay isn't that interesting yeah um he and here's the quote it's kind of an unusual one but he said and and I, I recorded it i pulled it back up yesterday and i and i and i wrote down what he said he said um here's the deal i he goes i try to be great every day he goes i learned that from my friend quincy jones wow. which is interesting uh when he, when i handed him an album i guess some music for an album and i said no no i guess it was an album he said now 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 quincy now don't listen to track two it's not very good you know track seven pff, trash you don't want to waste your time on track seven but but listen to track four it's mm -hmm. really really good and he grabbed my music and he said david what, what does this say right here and he's pointing to the 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 music in, in it says produced by david foster he said listen david you give me something with your name on it and you make excuses for it wow and david said and since that day i have never ever not tried to be great every day because good is the enemy of great wow that and I, I just like, man, that was powerful. I wanted to finish with that one because that I, that, I just watched that yet two days ago. And I heard that two days ago and, and you brought this up and I thought, well, I got the, I got a, the great, the great finishing I quote for that. me. Isn't that, that awesome? There's so much to that because, you know, there, you, you, you turn in crappy work. Yeah. Right, you just kind of mail it in because you're like, I just oh. do my best, and hey, it could be because of fear. Like, if yeah. I don't give you my best work, right, then you can't critique me because I got an out. Yeah, um, but it can be just laziness too. Like my daughter, be, I shared this lazy. with my daughter last night. She pulled out a paper. She was reading a paper she wrote. I'm like, this is garbage. You're really gonna put your name on that? You know? And she's like, what do you mean? I think it's okay. I said, come, that's garbage. And she goes, yeah, you're right. So, and I read her this quote. I, I said it. that I uh, it. it's awesome. I mean, but and that was just laziness. I mean, yeah, so I think it could you're be, right. yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying it could be, there are reasons, right? The why, but the, the unintended consequences that we walk away and we say, that's who I am. Yes. You know, I'm a person who turns in crappy work. I remember asking my son that my fourth son, he'd mowed the yard 
and he just kind of made, he just like turned it like it's like sort of mowed the yard <laughs> and i'm like i'm like how do i mow him to do his best like i said okay you mow the you mow the yard give it a score one to ten he goes nah five i said are you a five oh that's good and he goes no i'm not a five i said well that you mow the yard like that you're going to walk away from things you do like that and you're going to think you're a five and it's like yeah, that becomes who you are i'm the guy yeah. that yeah. i'm the guy or the woman that doesn't really you know mm-hmm. because or you do the opposite you're like i'm the person who always gives it um yeah. well i love that quote man that is that's uh you, that i love the part about it, it says is that your name yeah exactly what does that say right there david foster which by the way i think that's the reason that i have fear when i do certain things when my name's associated with it because i i'm putting my name on it and so my identity is driven by my identity this is who i am so if i go out and fail then Mm -hmm. i am no longer who i want to be and it's, it's too important to me so there's a flip side of that is that you do your best and then you then you let it go and you know your identity isn't tied to your work. Yeah. Right? We, your we identity gotta, we gotta, tied to yeah. your level of your identity tied to your commitment to do things with excellence. Right. Well, here and, and I didn't share this quote, but I'm gonna do a uh, Tom. I'm gonna squeeze it anyway. Michael yeah. Jordan, who was pretty yeah. successful. I've heard of Remember? him. Did he play heard of him? Was he a musician? Yeah, he was a musician that played basketball. Yeah, okay. So uh, he he said, I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, but I can't mm-hmm. accept not trying. I mean, it's just I so simple, that. but that's exactly what you're saying. We just got to failure's okay. You got to say, all right, I'm going to close this out with this. Last all right. One tab. I'm gonna close Shut us down. Uh, this is by Anne Lamont. And if you've never read anything by Anne Lamont, she, I have not. Uh, she's, she's an incredible writer. Anne Lamont. Uh, Anne Lamont, L A M O N T. She wrote Bird by Bird, which is about her process for writing. But I mean, she just she threw out so many great books. But she's she just in a yeah. She just I mean every almost every sentence you're like wow that was gold. Um, mm. I had like when I looked through all my quotes, I had like eight by her. Wow. One I pulled because I think it's something that I've been chewing on a lot lately and i think it's entered into a lot of conversations with all that's happened with covid and politics and just the way that our 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 conversations are are occurring now and how people um communicate and what they believe and what they don't believe she said this if you tell the truth it turns out to be universal and the, Mm -hmm. the the thing that grabbed me about that is is if you think about it, think about it. If I tell the truth, everybody it re, it resonates with everybody, and I found that to be true. When ah. I just speak truth, like I don't yeah. associate it with, I don't associate it with a movement or a religious thing or a us versus them, or it's not about my team versus your team or my social group or who I thought leader. It's like, you know, it's just the truth, and I think we all get caught up in the 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 sort of thought of the day you know like well this is the this is the this is what everybody's saying or this is the direct i mean it's happening in business you know ai is a thing and here's how it's going to change how sales is happening and yeah here's what we need to be doing now and here's the latest thought leader and here's the latest religious leader and here's the latest political leader and here's like it's like and everybody just starts to move around based on their perception of that person 
right? Or perception of uh, what is that, what we believe? Is that our team? Does our team believe that we like, you know, what right. versus just, is it true? You know, is right. it, is it, what's true? What is it? Mm -hmm. Does it timeless principle? And I also think not only does that affect how we have conversations with people about certain important issues, I also think it's so critical when you talk about selling and influence, like, Oh yeah. Just speak the truth. Like yeah. it, it's like, if you go into a prospect and say, well, why should we do this? And you tell them the truth. It's like, it'll resonate versus mm -hmm. I, I don't know. My, my manager told me to tell you this. Yeah. And, and he said that we do these things and that's why you should buy from us. And it's like, well, I don't really, I don't really get that. And they're like, well, right. neither do I. you know, well, now, <laughs> now they told me to say this, like what, if you know, what's true, mm -hmm. it, 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 people it's powerful. Like that's what, that's where my confidence comes from. When I sell what I sell, is I always just come back to look, this is what works. And how do I know that? It's because I've watched it happen over and over again. And so if you want this to happen, you need to do, this is what you need to do to do. This mm -hmm. is the truth. It's not like, well, we sell this, you need to buy it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I can help you do that. Yeah. Um, and this is how we've structured our company because this is what works. And then I, I speak with confidence. I can speak with principles and not because I'm better or worse. It's just because I'm speaking truth. So, right. Awesome. Love it. Well, this was great. I love this. I, I'm when I learn, I know it's a good podcast. When I'm sitting here writing notes and jotting things. Yeah, I didn't stuff. remember you writing a lot of notes, Tab. Were you, you was below you were I couldn't see it. You were writing. Yeah, you just couldn't see it. Yeah, I okay, was writing okay. lots okay. of notes. A lot of notes. Beautiful. So well, wonderful, my friend. Well, I love your quotes. I was extremely motivational. Maybe we should wrap up the year with our favorite uh travel locations or something fun. Ooh. Yeah, you know, I like taking that. a trip for 2023. Consider these locate, you know, because we are travel. We are we we are into travel. We tab. We got to click off our last state. I know last travel. We we yes. for those of us uh, in the in our vast listening audience probably doesn't know that Tab and I've been to 49 of the 50 states, and we need that we both have to click off Alaska, right? You haven't been to Alaska, yes, and which is the, the that's what's so crazy is we didn't plan this. No, it just happened to work out that, that we just haven't. There's not a lot of business in Alaska and we <laughs> love Hawaii for fun. So, yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's probably the reason we had anybody, you know, I, we got a workshop going on in Fairbanks. Yeah. You, haven't, haven't been to, yeah, we got it. We got it. So <laughs> the, but the point being, we've traveled a lot. We need to share some of our travel recommendations on a podcast. I think I love it. Got to prep for that. All right, my friend. Well, good to see you. Thanks. Thanks to, um, our um, listeners for joining us for another episode of sales with Asin. as always we love your feedback we can't get better without your feedback so tell us how we're doing if you also uh, like the podcast let us know it's incredibly important to help other people find us and um, communicate that we are uh, worth listening to so we appreciate the support tab good to see you my friend and thanks again for joining us for another episode of sales with Aslan.